Good day, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Players to Be Named Later podcast. I'm Ed. That's Dan. What's up, guys? My name's Dan. That's Ed. <laughs> and we are going to break down the action from week 12, give you our picks for week 13, and as a bonus, give you our power rankings going into the final four or five whatever weeks of the season. Dan, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's start on Thursday night. And boy, do you feel bad for the Detroit Lions. We both picked the Lions. We were both wrong. Another last second field goal. This time it was not a record. 28-yard field goal from Cairo Santos. Gave the Bears their fourth victory of the season and dropped the Lions to 0-10-1. The Lions win another game this year, Dan. Uh, I got to say, yes, it's the NFL. The Red Rocket wasn't terrible. 24-39-317, a TD and a pick. He also added 11 yards on the ground. Uh, Darnell Mooney, 123 through the air, including a 52-yard bomb. Uh, Jared Goff still, he was accurate, but terrible. 21 for 25, 171 and two scores. Nice quarterback rating, though. And the Lions could not run the football. They couldn't pass the football. They couldn't really do much of anything. Uh, congratulations, Detroit. You are the first team with two winless seasons. Let's move along. The Raiders went in to Dallas. Dan, did you watch this one? Because it was a great game. One of the few great games we had this week. I did watch this one, yes. This was a, this was a really good game. The Raiders, 36, the Cowboys, 33. The Cowboys may be coming back to the rest of the pack in the division. This game was never separated for more than 11 points, and that was the Raiders kicking a 22-yard field goal to make it 17-6. to The Cowboys came back to tie it on a Greg Zerline 45-yard field goal with 19 seconds left in regulation Outside of Green Bay, is there another kicker that has had more of an up-and-down season than Greg Zerline? No. Like, Mason Crosby has not been Mason Crosby, but good. I mean, just... Uh, what, what's that guy's name in Cleveland? McPherson? Uh, still, Mason Crosby's been terrible. Well, not terrible. He's just... We'll get to that here later on. Uh the Raiders won this game, and it I, it was a good game. A, a lot of people caught this at the end of the uh, late set. Derek Carr, 24 for 39, 373 in a score, was sacked three times. The Raiders did run the football, got over 100 yards. Hunter Renfro, oh, just 134. Deshaun Jackson, 102 in a score, including a 56-yard bomb. Uh, Dak Prescott, 32 for 47, 375, two TDs. Uh, I'd say that finger's better, maybe. Yeah, I'd, I'd say yeah. Dak's healthy, but uh, yeah, I'd definitely say Dak's healthy. He he's definitely back. We I I need to see more. There were a lot of field goals in this game. One, two, three, four, seven field goals, including Daniel Carlson from 29 yards out with 4:28 remaining in overtime to save us from another tie. That guy's got Raiders. such a great name. Damn. Um. Daniel Carr. <laughs> Just such a great first name. Sure. All right. Um, we'll talk about this game in the power rankings because these are two teams that are just three quarters of the league is a question mark right now. But that's for later in the show. Let's move along. Buffalo goes into New Orleans and takes home a victory 31 to six. They are now seven and four. This game wasn't really all that Close. It was a it was twenty four to nothing going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Nick Van Net from Trevor Simeon in garbage time, six seconds into the fourth. Uh, yeah, Trevor Simeon is not the answer in New Orleans. Seventeen twenty nine, one sixty three, a TD and a pick. New Orleans couldn't run the football. There was nothing really jumping out there. The Buffalo defense is legit. Jared Allen twenty three twenty eight. 264 TDs. He did throw two picks, though. You got to start to wonder, is that going to be an issue for Jared Allen going forward? 
He had 43 yards on the ground. The Bills balanced their running attack to get over 100 yards. I said there weren't a lot of great games this week, Dan. This was one of them. Yeah, but his name's Josh Allen, not Jared. <clears throat> but, uh, who's Jared Allen? You're thinking of Jared Goff, maybe. No, there's a Jared Allen somewhere. Isn't he a basketball player? I don't know. Um, Defensive player, I believe. I don't know. I'm tired. It's been a long week. Cincinnati made us both happy and kind of depressed. 41, Pittsburgh, 10. By the way, we picked these last three games. Correct. The Bengals are now 7-4 and four and keep pace with the Ravens. We'll get to that one here later. Uh, you know, we, it feels like we've said the same thing about Cincinnati the last couple of weeks. Joe Burrow's legit. He doesn't have to do too much, but he does enough. Joe Mixon, 165 and two scores. I think he's pretty good. T. Higgins, 114 and a score through the air. Uh, Big Ben's back to being a game manager. 24 for 41, 263, a TD, and two picks. You ain't winning the game with Big Ben selling 41 times, that's for sure. That's uh, that's very true. Deontay Johnson, 9 for 95 through the air, but gosh. That kid's a baller, man. Like, he does not get it. In my opinion, he does not get enough credit for what he does on the field. Deontay Johnson is you a know baller. What? I agree with you, and say what you will about Big Ben. He makes star wide receivers. I mean, does he make star wide receivers or do they just or do they do they just have a read on wide receivers in the draft? Because neither one of our teams have that. Are you saying Mike Tomlin is the wide receiver whisperer? I mean, I don't know if it's Mike Tomlin or I don't know if it's their GM, but you think about it, Antonio Brown, Emmanuel, just I mean, we can just Manny Sanders, Antonio Brown, even going hey, back if, further, like I would say if you want to go back to to Heinz Ward and Yeah, like they just have always seemed to find good receivers in the draft. I mean, Chase Claypool's one. I, it don't matter what you think about Juju. Juju has Juju has that star potential, in my opinion. He still does. I would have loved to seen him come to Baltimore like he was thinking about. Deontay Johnson's just a baller. Agreed. Um, but, hey, at least Pittsburgh lost, so we're happy about that. The Miami Dolphins are the best team in football, at least right now. They went into Carolina and it's the Panthers, who are now five and seven, as are the Dolphins, 33 to 10. Big story coming out of this one for poor Cam Newton. Five for 21, 92 yards and two picks. Scored a touchdown. I, I, yeah, I mean, it, Cam's Cam, but. Mm. Uh, DJ Moore was targeted 10 times, had four catches. 103 yards thanks to a 64-yard bomb. P.J. Walker, 5 for 10 for 87 and a pick. Oh, five sacks. Carolina. Miami's a good team. Miami is the best team in football. Or at least they looked like it on Sunday. Tunga, Tua. Uh, yeah, Tua. Did I say I said his name backward, didn't I? You did. Tua Tunga Vailoa, 27 for 31, 230 and a TD. Four rushing attempts, zero yards. The Dolphins were able to run the football. Uh, Jalen Waddell, oh, you know, nine catches, 137 and a score. Uh, Mike Gusecki not getting very involved in the offense after being such a uh, fantasy stud the last couple of weeks. Three catches, 17 yards. You got anything to add from this one other than the Miami Dolphins are the best team in football? Uh, they woke up and they are not too far out of a of a playoff spot at this point. They may sneak into a wild card. Well, it's the AFC, so anything is possible. Let's move along the Giants. I got this right. You got this wrong. This was our crap game, one of the crap games of the week. The Giants get their fourth win of the year. The Eagles drop the five and seven. I never oh. pick against the Giants either. Against Like, I was so high on them coming into the season. I have no idea why I took the Eagles in this one. Jalen Hurts, 14 for 31, 129, three picks. He also ran for 77. He was the leading rusher for a run-heavy Eagles offense. Not a good day for him. Daniel Jones, 19 for 30, 202 and a score. The Giants couldn't really run the football neither. A lot of receivers caught the football, which is Daniel Jones' thing. This was not a good game, guys. It was interesting at the end. 
Kind of. Uh, yeah, not a good game. Anything to add to this one? Uh, nothing. It yeah, was, that's... no, I don't have anything to add. Honestly. Let's talk about what could be the best team in football, and that is the New England Patriots. They improved to eight and four, or at least the best team in the AFC. 36-13 over the Derrick Henry-less Tennessee Titans. That big lead in that division getting cut into a little bit. Uh, I don't have anybody that can take advantage of it, though. That's what's kind of sad. This game was a lot closer than what the score indicated. At halftime, it was a 16-13 New England lead thanks to Dontrell Hilliard's 68-yard rush with 37 seconds left. And then, in, you know, Belichick does what Belichick does. He makes adjustments at halftime and shuts out the Titans for the rest of the game and outscores them. I can't do math. 23 to nothing. So Since somebody has to win that division. If it's the Titans, they're one and done, right? Most likely. If there is a way a team could lose in the playoffs without playing a playoff game, the Titans will figure out how to do it. Unless Derrick Henry makes a miraculous comeback. Although, I mean, they ran for 250 yards, over 250, against a pretty good New England defense. I mean, granted, a lot of that came on the back of that 68-yard rush from Hilliard, who was 12 for 131. Uh, Freeman, or Foreman, 19 for 109. Uh, you know, they had real no... Uh, Ryan Tannehill is not the answer without Derrick Henry taking the pressure off of him. Not to mention, they have no Julio Jones, no AJ, no AJ Brown now for at least two more weeks. Both of them guys are on the IR. I just don't see like if the Colts could get their shit together, they could come back and steal this division. Hands maybe, down. maybe if Tannehill, they can get it together though. Tannehill, eleven for twenty-one, ninety-three yards of TD and a pick. Uh, let's talk about the inverse of quarterback play. Mac Jones looks like the answer in New England. He's not Tom Brady, not yet. 23 for 32, 310 and two scores. Yeah, it was a good day. I'd say that's a good day, Dan. Yeah, good day. Yeah. Yeah. Jacoby Myers, five catches, 98 yards. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, two touchdowns. New England's the real deal, buddy. New England is playing like the best team in the AFC. Let's move along to another crap game of the week. Atlanta, what do you want? They improved to five and six. Jacksonville drops to two and nine. Urban Meyer is not a good football coach. I said it, and I'm not ashamed. They fall 21-14. Yeah, this game, it was another bad one. Although Trevor Lawrence did convert another two-point conversion, and Tavon Austin got a touchdown catch. Corderell Patterson. He was in the league. Local boy. (laughs) Corderell Patterson had two rushing touchdowns. I thought he was a receiver. Isn't Cordero Patterson a, a wide receiver? No, Cordero Patterson is, is now a, a running back. He's been a running well, back for, I guess, two years. 16 for 108 with two scores for Patterson. Matt Ryan, 19 for 29, 190 a TD and a pick. Is it possible to have a Super Bowl hangover like five years later? Because no. it's certainly... It's Atlanta certainly just so- sucks, man. Jacksonville should have won this game. Atlanta just sucks. Jacksonville. Even, even the dog agrees. Trevor Lawrence, 23 for 42, 228, a TD, and a pick. Is Trevor Lawrence the kind of quarterback that can win throwing the football 42 times? James Robinson, 17 for 86 on the ground. Nothing else really stands out. This was not a good game, guys. I was very meh about it. I saw the highlights. That wasn't a lot. Yeah. Let's take a look at the next one, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady keeps rolling. They got to be in consideration for the best team in football, mainly because of TB12. They improved to 8-3 and three with a 38-31 victory over the now 6-6 six and six Colts. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 28 yards on the ground, 20 seconds left. This was a good game. Uh, Carson Wentz had himself a day. Tom Brady, he threw a touchdown. Leonard Fournette. Was a shit. Uh, let's see how the stats looked up. Brady, 25 for 34, 226 to TD. Tom Brady threw an interception. It's time for him to retire. 
Leonard Fournette, 17 for 100, three scores on the ground. He added seven for 31 through the air and another score. Mr. Fournette, I'd like to thank you for a fantasy football victory this week. Gronk, seven catches, 123 through the air. God, does that defense or does Tom Brady look like a better quarterback when Rob Gronkowski is on the football field? Carson Wentz, 27 for 44, 306, three TDs. He had two picks. Were they his fault? Eh. Jonathan Taylor, 16 for 83 on the ground. A lot of receivers caught the football for Indianapolis. This was a good game. <coughs> and if Indy plays like this against anybody but Tampa, maybe their shit is together. But once once again, Indy, I mean, this is the third or fourth game, I believe, if we go back. All right, Dan's having technical difficulties once again. Yeah, this, is the, th- this is the third or fourth game that, that, that they've blown. They blew the game against Baltimore. They've blown this one. They blew the game against Tennessee. Oh, believe me, up. we're going to talk about Baltimore blowing football games or lack thereof. Let's move along before I get any more angry. I got this one right. You got it wrong. I picked the Jets, and they won. This game was terrible on paper. Going into it, it's terrible on paper coming out of it. 21-14, Jets are 3-8, and eight, Texans are 2-9. and nine. Um, Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, uh, there was, I, I, hmm. Got anything on this one? Because I have nothing on this one. Zach Wilson looked have a good no. game. There, I mean, the Jets ran by committee and, and, and got some stuff down on the ground. Tyrod Taylor, he threw for two TDs, but he didn't do a lot through the air. The Texans didn't do a lot on the ground. Yeah, let's just let's forget about this let's abomination. But I got it right and you got it wrong. So <laughs> we Still both plus got, three on the year. We both. Yeah, I'm plus like nine on you overall, Dick. We both got this one wrong. Chargers fell to the Denver Broncos. 28-13, Denver is ahead of the Chargers in the standings. How do you like that? I don't even, um, I, I, don't, I don't understand the NFL anymore. I'm about to retire from everything that I know. I, I don't know either. This game was not close. It took uh, 434 left for the Chargers to get a, to make it a two-score game. Um, the Broncos looked real good. Real, real good. Justin Herbert, 28 for 44, 303, two TDs, two picks. He needs help. I don't know if Spanos is just not going to spend money or if they were worried about the lawsuit, which has been settled, and I am not happy about it. That's another story for another time. Uh, Justin Herbert needs help. Austin Eckler needs help. Uh, They need help. You know, I I don't know. I, I just don't. They need help. Teddy, touchdown, 11 for 18, 129 and a TD. Health concerns there, maybe. Melvin Gordon, 83 on the ground. Broncos look good. Are the Broncos better than 6 and 5? I feel no, like the Broncos I think they're worse than 6 and 5. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, let's move along. San Francisco. I got this one right. You got this one wrong. Kind of sensing a theme here, Dan. They took care of Minnesota 34-28. Uh, this, was, this was a decent game. Uh, the Niners made it a two-score game with a Robbie Gould field goal with five minutes left. The Vikings made it interesting thanks to a 99-yard kickoff return on the ensuing play, and it was electric. And then Robbie Gould sealed it. With a 22-yard field goal with nine seconds left, it was interesting at the end. <laughs> after giving up one kick return, you gotta wonder if that special teams coach in San Francisco had some palpitations. Kirk Cousins, 20 for 32, 238, two TDs and a pick. 20. I read something somewhere. What are his stats? Because they are unfreaking godly this year. Have you noticed that? Mm, yes, kind of. I mean, 23 TDs, three picks, and nobody's talking about them. 
Could it be that he's on a team that's now five and six? Maybe. Probably. I mean, he had a good that that's a good game. It's not yeah. a great game, but it's a good game. And it was interesting toward the end. Granted, special teams did that, but still. Jimmy G, 17 for 26, 230, a TD and a pick. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, 133 on the ground. A lot of that came late in the game to seal the victory. Uh, Debo Samuel averaged 11 yards a rush, so you got that going for you if you're San Francisco. Uh, are they better than their record? They're 6-5. and five. They're in the thick of things, but... Uh, We'll figure that out at a later date. The next game, I got right. You got wrong. It was an eight-point game. Packers, 36. Rams, 28. Aaron Rodgers, a rushing touchdown. Let that sink in. Aaron Rodgers had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, thanks for the game that ball to A.J. Dillon. Uh, Yeah, maybe. But, uh, you know, broken toe or not, Aaron Rodgers had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Matt Stafford, 21 for 38, 302, three TDs, a costly interception. Nobody could run the football. Oh, Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup things. Seven for 96. One of my fantasy teams, my cup, spelled like him, runneth over because that man is a stud. Aaron Rodgers, 28 for 45, 307, two TDs. Dude played good. Uh, yeah, you know, he's the MVP. Uh, Devontae Adams, eight catches for 104. Oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, two attempts, no yards, and a rushing touchdown. So that just closes the stat on that. Randall Cobb had a resurgence, four for 95, including a beautiful 54-yard catch. I'd say the Packers are closing. Uh, the Packers are a solid two-seed here. Maybe, depending on what. Uh, Packers are the best team in the league, in my opinion. Over Arizona, really? Yep. All right. As happy as I was growing up a Packer fan, I was frustrated on Sunday night. Why is that, man? You know why that is. Is that Baltimore improved? Johnny Manziel showed up, but he was sober, and his name's Baker Mayfield. Hey, yo, come on. The dude's got a torn labrum, a bad knee, a, 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 a bad toe, a groin injury. I mean, if if a quarterback can have something hurting, Baker Mayfield's hurt. Thank God for the bye week this week. 16 to 10, Ravens 8 and 3, Browns 6 and 6. We're still in the playoff hunt. The defense looked good. This was 6, six to 3 going into halftime. Then Mark Andrews caught a caught a decent it, it wasn't a beautiful pass. It wasn't a I wouldn't excuse, say Excuse me. I wouldn't say it was a great pass. I mean, excuse it me. It happened. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson, I guess you can call him a quarterback. I guess. You know, I, I actually would not call Lamar Jackson a quarterback after throwing four interceptions. That's why I said, I guess he's like Michael Vick with half the talent. Can, can we also talk about how the Browns did the most Brown thing ever? Shut your mouth. Uh, and David- they are the first team to not win a football game after the opposing quarterback throws four interceptions. Anyway, 28 to 37, 247 and a TD for Baker Mayfield. Dude needs to get healthy. There's no way around it. Jarvis Landry, six catches, 111. Look like the Jarvis Landry of old. I want to say we need to credit. I want, you know. Jarvis Landry's fumble. I want to say we need. Yeah, you know what? I, I can't even spin that right. Jarvis Landry calls us the football game. Pure, plain, and simple. Um, um, Lamar yeah. Jackson, 20 for 32, 165, a TD, four picks. I'm calling it. Sit him this week. Who's your backup quarterback, Dan? Oh, there's absolutely no way that Tyler. Hunt Who's the backup quarterback? You can say what you want, but you know, and I both know that Lamar Jackson won us. Actually, you know, you know what won us that football game? The defense finally showed up. Unfortunately for Cleveland, the last, I don't know, how many games have they played? However many games they've played of the season, the defense has barely shown up. The week that we play Cleveland, the week that we need that defense to show up because Lamar has a little bit of an off game. The defense shows up. A little bit of an off game. And shuts down that Browns offense. Are you serious? The Brownies. 
A dunzo. I'm calling a, it. A little bit of an off. Oh, my God. You are so high. The Brownies are dunzo. They're not making the playoffs. That's it. Sit, oh, Baker. It's God. time for Case Keenum. Let that man sick. get healthy and come back next season. You make me sick. Seriously, who's the backup quarterback in, in, in Baltimore? Tyler Huntley. Is it? Is it? Because you know what? I'm calling it. Sign him. Bring him out of retirement. Where's RG3? Put him back in a Baltimore uniform. Let him start this game because he will not throw four interceptions. Will he fumble the football? Maybe. But he won't throw for four picks. Such a waste of talent. He got the shaft. I was an RG3 fan. Do you know that, Dan? I rooted for RG3. Such terrible. Monday night, Washington 17, Seattle 15. I did not watch this football game. Kind of glad I didn't. Washington improves to five and six. Seattle three and eight. So, I mean, do they get that franchise quarterback in their draft because Russ is gone? So, speaking of drafts and speaking of Seattle, Seattle would be sitting fourth right now with the fourth overall pick. Hmm. Let me read off to you the top 10 picks. I'll be honest. There's really nothing we need to talk about. Do you want to go over the stats of this game? I feel like Tyner Henneke had a decent game. Uh, Booby Gibson, had, Antonio Gibson had a decent game. Now, now, hold on. Russ was 20 for 31 for 247 and didn't turn the football over. That's a good game. But they, they could not move the ball on offense until I mean, the end of the game. When you, when you when, rushed, what, what time was that second touchdown thrown? How much time was left in the game? They rushed for 34 yards. That's why. Uh, 15 seconds left to make it a yeah. two-point game. And then they failed the two-point conversion. They failed the two-point conversion. They failed the two-point conversion with 15 seconds left. Pete Carroll, you're terrible. I think Pete Carroll's done in Seattle. <coughs> I, thought, but, I, I honestly thought they were going to hold out and he was going to be the next coach at USC. Antonio Gibson was able to run the football for Washington, 29 for 111. Uh, what well, yeah. Heineke do? Heineke had a decent game too, didn't he? Uh, 27 to 35, 223 a TD and a pick. Okay, and okay. So really quick, before we jump into next week's game, going into after this week that you just heard, this is what the top 10 of the NFL draft look like. I'm going to read it off who it should be, and then I'm going to read it off what it is. First, Detroit. Second, Houston. Third, Jacksonville. Fourth, Seattle. Fifth, Giants. Sixth, I'm sorry, fifth, Jets. Sixth, Giants. Seventh, Chicago. Eighth, Philly. Ninth, Miami. Tenth, Carolina. After trades and everything that has happened, this is what your top 10 currently looks like. Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville. Seattle traded the pick to the Jets for Jamal Adams. So the Jets sit in fourth. The Jets sit in fifth. In sixth is the Giants. In seventh is Chicago, but that pick was traded to the Giants. I'm not sure for what. So the Giants are picking, the Jets are picking back to back at fourth and fifth. The Giants are picking back to back at sixth and seventh. No, they won't. Eighth is Philadelphia. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Did you just say New York has four consecutive picks? Yes. Between the Jets and the Giants. Hold on, it gets better. It gets better. Ooh, the wash the post is gonna be terrible to read. It gets better. The eighth is Philadelphia. Ninth is Miami, but that troop that pick was traded to Philadelphia. So Philly's got back to back picks. Yes. So four five <laughs> is the Jets. Six seven is the Giants. Eight nine is Philly, and then Carolina rounds out the top ten. So right now, the Northeast, two of the worst cities that when it comes to sports and their fans are picking back to back between four and eight. The first time, which obviously I don't see this playing out this way because Miami's playing a lot better. So I see that pick. That's falling four from, and nine. That's four and nine. <clears throat> by the way. Yeah, four through nine. So I, I, I see this changing up a little bit, obviously. But realistically, the Jets could have two top five picks with the way Seattle's playing and the way Chicago's playing. The, Jet, the Giants could have two top five picks as well. This is absolutely insane. Oh, it's bonkers. Speaking of things that are bonkers, let's talk about our power rankings. We teased this last week. 
Let's do it this week, and let's start, Dan, if you will, in the NFC. Now, I said earlier in the show there's a lot of question marks, mainly because the division winners are pretty much, we know who's going to win the divisions in the NFC. I think it's pretty obvious. But after that, after that, I mean, we got one in each division. But two through four in the other divisions is terrible. Let's talk about the East. The Cowboys have a two-game lead on Washington and a two-and-a-half-game lead on Philly. I believe Philly has their bye week this week. Maybe next. I'm not sure. Uh, it's next It's next week, actually, not this coming one. Um, so Dallas is number one, yes? In that division, yes. I have it one, four, four, four. The other, the other it's Dallas and the rest of the division. Uh, I don't know with the way Washington's playing. Heineke's playing a lot more confident. If Dallas falters a little bit more and Washington keeps it together, that defense looked decent against uh, abysmal Seattle offense. But I'm not counting Washington out yet with with the way that they've been playing. Well, they are currently a wild card team. So we got that. Let's move along to the north. Uh, It's 1-3-3-4 as far as what I think it is. Green Bay are a half a game behind Arizona because of how the bye week shake out. And I do believe they are on a bye this week. Yes, they are. So if Arizona loses, you know, granted it's to Chicago. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Lions are fourth, clearly. But who's better, the Bears or the Vikings? The Vikings are better, hands down. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, the Vikings are better. It's one, two, three, four. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you know what? You sold me. I'm not sure what you did, but you sold me. Uh, the South is definitely a case of Tampa and just about everybody else. Uh, back, the- backtrack real quick. Just backtrack real quick. Sure. The reason why I say it's one, two, three, four, because I am going to sell you on this. If you is look at these. Negative 75 point differential. Well, not just that. <clears throat> if you had to pick between a team, the Vikings or the Bears, which one's more likely to make the playoffs? As a wild field? card, as, as a as a wild card team, the field. Come on, you know it's the Vikings. They have a better chance because they have one more win, but they these two teams still play each other, and it's a good game. And I'm sorry, Kirk, if you know Kirk Cousins got the shaft too, uh, because Washington is a terribly run, mismanaged football team. But uh, I don't trust him. I don't okay. like that. I don't All like right. that. We can move on to the next division. It's Tampa and then two teams at five and six and one team at five and seven, and none of them are impressive. Tom Brady Thanks. is still the best quarterback in football. The Atlanta Falcons are five and six with a negative 103 point differential. The New Orleans that, Saints baby. are five and six, and they are positive eight. And the Carolina Panthers have Cam <clears throat> quarterback. Man, I feel the New Orleans Saints went. Who would have ever thought you'd say the New Orleans Saints went downhill after Teddy Bridgewater got hurt? Not Teddy Bridgewater. After Jameis Winston got hurt. <laughs> hey, Tay, I, I believe Taysom Hill's starting this week, so we can see I, what that looks like. Has me intrigued tonight. Has me intrigued that Taysom Hill gets the start. And yet we both picked Dallas. You know uh, what? I'm just, we haven't gone over that yet, so I may change. Okay, we'll see. In the NFC West... The Rams are good. The Niners are good. The Cardinals are the, have the best record in football. But then there's Seattle. And I think Seattle's better than a 3-8 and eight football team. 1-2-2-4. 1-3-2-4. Two, two, uh, <coughs> mm, you think the 49ers are better than the Rams? Okay. I do. I don't know why. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Fuck Stan Kroenke. That's why. Let's, All right. move, let's move along. AFC East. Uh, this is a division that, yeah, one, two, two, one, maybe. Uh, Patriots, eight and four. Bills, seven and four. Dolphins, five and seven. Jets, three and eight. I'm fine going chalk there. One, two, three, four. I'm going to go chalk. Okay. We're going to save the North for last because I, I'm going to tick you off. Let's go to the South. Titans, eight and four. Colts, six and six. Jacksonville, two and nine. Houston, Two and nine. Are the Colts good? Are the Titans good without Derrick Henry? The answer is no. 
Uh, Let me see something. You you keep talking. Two one four four. Holy Indy, shit! Indy's a better team than Tennessee right now. I gotta go one two four four, only because I just looked at the remaining schedule for both teams. Oh, I don't care about the remaining schedule. I'm talking about today. <coughs> no, Indianapolis so- is a better team than Tennessee. If, okay, if we're going off today, yeah, I'm going to say Indy's better than Tennessee. Sure. You know, we've gone back and forth about what is the best division in football. Is it the AFC West or the AFC North? Our our allegiance obviously lies in the North. But the West is good. Or are they? Yeah, Kansas City, 7-4. and four, Chargers, 6-5. and five, Denver, 6-5. and five, Raiders, 6-5. and five. Remember I said there's question marks. This is a division with question marks. Because, you know, the Chiefs started out terrible. They've gotten hot, and they look like they are back on the right track. Kind of. But have teams started to figure out Patty Mahomes? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And then you got the Chargers. Good, young, young, young team, but... Sophomore slump for, for, for our boy Herbert? Or have teams figured him out? Do they have enough tape on him? They can kind of, if you shut down Austin Eckler, can... Can you depend on Herbert to win you a football game? The Denver Broncos are overachieving. And the Raiders are underachieving. Is there any worse quarterback name to have than Carr? Because it seems like if your last name is Carr, you spend a lot of time on your back. Not, not, you, you get sacked a lot. I'm going to give you my rankings. Ready? Your, hold on. I'm not done with Derek, with the Carr brothers, Okay. You spend a lot of time on your back, and your talent gets wasted. Is that fair to say? I, th- I feel like that's fair. I think I don't think David was that great, but it's fair. I mean, he was he he's the most sacked quarterback of all time. You're not okay. going to be that great if you're the most sacked quarterback of all time. That's fair. Give me give me your rankings, and I'll give you mine. I'm gonna cop out as bad as a cop out can get. One, two, two, two. You bitch. Because that's what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> honestly, this is another one with question marks. You know, I don't, I don't. I mean, realistically, I could actually rank this two, 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 and still feel confident. And actually, that's what I'm going with two, 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 two. No, I, I, I still the way the Chiefs have played. They, they've won four in a row. Yeah, they're the best team in that division. Mainly because what's one of my cardinal rules, Dan? As you take a long drink from. What I can only assume is a cup with too much liquor in it for this morning. Um, yeah, Irish, obviously. Uh, yeah. Kansas Actually, they, they have had some decent wins here. But what is, what is one of my cardinal rules, Dan? Always bet against Patrick Mahomes. Never bet against Patty Mahomes. Now let's talk about the North. <clears throat> the Baltimore Ravens sit at 8-3 and three and are at the top of the division, followed by the Cincinnati Bengals, who probably should be winning this division at 7-4. and four. The Browns are six and six, and thanks to that tie, the Pittsburgh Steelers find themselves in last place at five, five, and one. Make a case for your Baltimore Ravens to be number one. Can you? Good answer. One, two, three, three. So you said the Ravens are not the best team in the North, and yet you rank them as number one. I'm sorry, two, one, three, three. Thank you, because let me tell you something. The Ravens should probably be six and five. Um, here, I'm, pretty, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty confident you what I they think. should be six and five because they were six inches away from from losing to the Lions. They were a fumble away from losing to the Browns this week. How many how many last second wins do the Baltimore Ravens have? I'm going to say they should have six losses, actually. Okay, let's look at this. Lost to the Raiders are, yeah, lost to the Raiders in OT. They probably should have won that football game. Uh, they beat Kansas City. They probably should have lost that football game. They nah, should. you can't. No, you can't say they should have lost to Kansas City. It, it was. It was probably the game. <clears throat> but <clears throat> if Kansas City plays the way Kansas City should have been playing, they Kansas City wins that football game. I think that was a case of 
Baltimore got hot at the right time during the right game. They should have lost to Detroit. They smoked the Broncos. The Colts game. They should have lost. The, the Colts Char- gave us that game. They spanked the Chargers. They got spanked by the Bengals. Um, Minnesota. They should have lost that game. They lost to Miami in amazingness. Hey, I, was, I mean, Miami played good. What are you going to do? Should they have lost to the Bears? I'm going to say no. They shouldn't have lost to the Bears because Tyler Huntley was playing. If Lamar was in that game, I believe that we win that game by 15 or more. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, buddy. And they should have lost to Cleveland. That was a case of... Cleveland beat Cleveland, bud. Cleveland beat Cleveland. You can't say they should have lost to Cleveland when Cleveland had multiple opportunities to close that game out. I agree with you. Cleveland beat Cleveland. Kevin Stefanski's play calling has been less than perfect. And by less than perfect, I mean uh, terrible. And Jarvis Landry with that fumble. You know, if Baker Mayfield's healthy, if Kevin Stefanski figures out, you have the two best running backs in football. Use them. I had a feeling you were going to bring that up. And I think the fact that the Ravens stacked the box on first down and was forcing Cleveland to throw. I think that played a part in the win and the terrible play calling, as you like to say. I don't care if you put 10 people in the box against Cleveland Browns. You still hand the ball to Nick Chubb. You run power right, and you just let him do Nick Chubb things. Then after he gets his four yards, you run a screen on second down to Kareem Hunt. You get another three yards. You're at third and three. You run the football again. If it's longer than third and three, you hit Jarvis Landry on a slant. Eventually, that deep ball to to whoever the second wide receiver is in in Cleveland on any given week, that deep ball is going to be open eventually. And that's how you win this football game. You push Baker on a bootleg. You hand it to Nick Chubb. You throw it to Kareem Hunt. And you let the defense be the defense. Because let me tell you something. If the Browns are ahead, the Cleveland defense is the best defense in football. But they haven't been ahead. So that defense is constantly having to to do things that they shouldn't have to. Like get four interceptions and then have your offense give the ball back on two of them? Yes. You know who I feel bad for? Miles Garrett. Yeah, you should. You absolutely should. Hey, I'll tell you what. I was impressed with the way Clowney Joe was. Thomas. Joe Thomas. Joe, Joe Thomas, Thomas is the is the biggest Thomas, wasted talent there ever is. Exactly what I was going to say. And Miles Garrett is starting to become the next line for that. How do you have I mean, that offensive line or that defensive line like that? And then, oh, I'm getting too worked up. Uh, at least Miles Garrett made it to a playoff game. Let's talk about our picks for week 13. It starts tonight. Dallas goes into New Orleans. We both picked Dallas. This doesn't need an explanation. Or are you changing, Dan? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to New Orleans. Oh, so Dan falls again. We're going to update the stats. He pulled closer, but he's still far away. He had a bad week again. He lost a lot. (laughs) Dan, you suck. Uh, the next game we both agree on, Indianapolis is going to spank Houston in Houston. Beautiful stadium, bad football team. Beautiful stadium, bad football team. Minnesota will go to Detroit and win in the North. Anything you want to add for either of those two games? Because it seems like those are as close to slam dunks as we're going to get this week. You know what? Even though I picked Minnesota, let's go Detroit. Yeah, you want to see him get a victory because no team should have two 0 for parades. Uh, the Giants head to Miami. We actually pick different here. This is another stinker game of the week. I picked the Giants. You picked Miami. I think Miami. I was. I no, think I was, you're not changing. No, I think I was just picking road teams at this point. I literally think I was just picking road teams because I don't pick a home team to win until we get to the Rams in Jacksonville. So mark it down. Home teams will be over in the early sets this week. Uh, Tampa goes to Atlanta. We both picked Tampa because three quarterbacks you never bet against, Daniel. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. 
Philadelphia goes to the Jets. We both picked Philly, and I think we're more or less picking against the Jets, correct? Yeah. Fair enough. Philly's not losing the back-to-back New York teams. Arizona goes to Chicago. 30 points? 35? 40? When does Kyler Murray Murray come out of this football game? Because the score is so lopsided. I don't know. This what what do you think this spread is, Ed? Because we're we're both calling pretty big blowouts. What do you think? Thirteen and a half. Seven and a half. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If Dan, you're you're a degenerate gambler. You put money on this one. I don't know yet. That's oh. very that's very intriguing, but I think I it's know. so people will put money I, on I it. I think I need to make sure that Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are playing because both of them are still listed as yeah. questionable. Ex- excellent point. Plus, this game is in Chicago. It's going to be cold because it's Chicago in December. No, you can't talk me out of this one. The Chargers are going to Cincinnati. I picked the Chargers. You pick Cincinnati. I picked the Chargers to bet against Cincinnati because. As you, much you as need I think, them to lose. I, yeah, I'm gonna say it. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in in the North. I'll argue that. And but I'm thinking he's playing right now. I won't argue that. The Chargers are ticked off. They lost to Denver. They're gonna play lights out. Eckler's gonna run for. Uh, you know what? I'll call it right now. Eckler runs for 125. Okay. Eck, and. Um, the Chargers pass for 350. I think they're going to expose that Cincinnati defense this week. I think that's a good defense. That's a bold call, Cotton. Jacksonville goes to the Rams 25? What's what the spread on this one? Though? What do you think it is? 12 and a half. 13. So you were almost that on. <clears throat> that, line's, that line's about to move back to 12 and a half, actually. Um, I'm <clears throat> going to say that... I, uh, yeah, Matt Stafford doesn't finish his football game. This is a get-right game for the Rams if, if they ever needed one. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of a get-right game, Washington goes to Vegas. Two sacks for uh, that Crosby kid. The, that guy's good. That, oh, Dan changed it to Washington. Oh, Daniel. Okay. I was right. just sitting here giving praise, talking about how I think Washington's not out of the race. So I gotta, I gotta back it up. What here. quarterback do you trust more, Henneke or Carr? I mean, Carr by far. Okay. Henneke was playing in the XFL two years ago. The XFL was a damn good league. It I wasn't mean, the XFL of old. That was actually good football. Love you, Battlehawks. Welcome. We need to see you back in the dome, and we have the money to spend. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. Baltimore travels to Pittsburgh. We both picked Baltimore. You picked for Baltimore. I picked against Pittsburgh. I hope this game ends in another tie. What do you think the spread is, Ed? Six and a half. Who's favored? Baltimore. Four and a half for Baltimore. (laughs) Very rarely do you see this game. I'll take these two teams. Yeah, I might take I might take the Steelers and the points too because I think this is a three point game. I think it's closer than that. I think we're gonna see five interceptions in this contest. All from Big Ben. I like it. No, I think it's probably gonna be three and two. I'll let you figure out which three and which two. Uh, Kansas City hosts. De- oh wait, I skipped the game. San Francisco hosts Seattle. We both picked San Francisco. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. What do you think the spread is on this one? I don't know, but I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, four and a half. Three and a half. Mm. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. I I almost want to pound that San Francisco line right now, but it's about to move to three, and when it moves to three, I'm going to take it. And I, I'm telling you why I'm picking Seattle here. Uh, this saves Pete Carroll's job for this week. Maybe uh, Pete, Pete Carroll isn't getting fired in the middle of the season. <clears throat> He's good until the end of the year. This may save his job for next season. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see Russ go off. It's in San Seattle. San Francisco defense is too good. It's in Seattle with the 12th man, and I don't trust Jimmy G. Uh, Kansas City at, or Kansas City hosts Denver. 
We both picked Kansas City because you – what is it, Dan? Kansas City's at home. Oh, I easily bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm probably going to bet a, bet against Patrick Mahomes this week. You never, ever pick. <clears throat> I said pick, not bet. You never pick against Patrick Mahomes. What do you think the spread is, homie? Uh, two and a half? Nine and a half. <laughs> New England getting nine and a half points. On Monday night in a game I will be at work for, New England hosts or goes to, I'll get this reading thing down real soon. New England will go to Buffalo. I got Buffalo because they're at home and for no other reason. You got New England because of Belichick? And Mac Jones, man. And that New England defense is good. Okay, so let's recap on, well, first off, how many games do we have different this week, Dan? I count one. I count two, three, four, five, six games. You cannot catch me this week. If you got it all right and I got it all wrong, you still cannot catch me this week because the scores are 105, 58 and one for the good guys. Dan is 97, 66 and one. Would you like to defend yourself, Daniel? Hey, the picks we made. Because there is no defense for yourself. I'm plus three. Terrible football pick. Um, plus three. To be fair, we picked these games before the season started. So there's been a lot to play here. (laughs) Um, we both picked Baltimore in my game of the week. And ooh, I picked Buffalo. You picked New England in your game of the week. So it's funny how that one stayed the same because I easily could have been picking Buffalo this week after picking New oh, England yeah. at the beginning of the year. Uh, we could come within. I could come within two. Uh, hey, also I, look at my reason for why I picked that game to be the game of the week. Hold on, that, let's see. New England that. has made the division a race. Interesting called that in the beginning of the year too now i i want to talk about your game in not this coming week but next week it's the rams and the giants and you have the giants pick hey loser out of the playoff race that's that already happened reason. that was your reason daniel you're terrible oh that was the chargers by the way that was the chargers not the rams either way it's not any better <laughs> Hey, you know what? I feel more confident saying that the Giants got to beat and beat in the Chargers than the Giants got a chance in beating the Rams. By the way, my game of the week in two weeks is the Cardinals and the Rams. And I honestly hope nobody wins and, and just everybody, both owners need to just like have something just go bankrupt. All right. You know? So for the for the following and week, what I'm going to do on, is I'm hold gonna, on. No, 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 no. Because I had a segue in there, so we're done on that topic. I said both owners need to go bankrupt, and I thought that was going to happen. At least I had hope that the city of St. Louis would not knuckle and we would actually see a trial. I don't know how the $800 million settlement to the city and to the, to the county and, and, and to whatever else sued the NFL. I don't know how that's getting paid or distributed or who's making the payments. The city of St. Louis has failed me. Now, I've been let down by this city before. A lot. I was a Blues fan before 2019. I was let down a lot. My dad was let down by the city. A lot. My dad can remember before the Orioles were the Orioles and they were the Browns. Let down by the city a lot. Granted, we kept the Cardinals, but still. My grandfather was let down by the city. A lot. A lot. I love St. Louis. They fucked us. Worse than the Rams did. They could have held out for a franchise. Do you think the Chargers are happy in L.A. playing in front of other people's fans in their home stadium? No. If they came to St. Louis, holy hell, the Dome would be sold out, especially if the NFL, there was talk. There was talk the NFL was going to build us a stadium and give us a franchise. We could have seen football in London, Mexico City, and, and, and Portland and St. Louis. Or, or somewhere else, maybe Alabama or somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe Toronto. We could have had the NFL in three new countries and St. Louis if they just could have hold the fuck out and gone to trial. But no, we settled. $800 million is a lot of money unless you're Stan Kroenke, who's, you know, worth 10, 11 figures. Or the NFL who pulls in 
almost, what, 10, 11, 12 figures a year in revenue. And we settled for $800 million. Not a franchise. Not a stadium. Not a public apology. $800 million and a bunch of NDAs. I'm pissed, Dan. There was precedent for this before. The city of Cleveland sued the NFL. And what happened? Can you tell me what happened, Dan? Can you tell me that story? No, can you, you, can you tell, tell me. me the story of the origin of the Baltimore Ravens? Because I'm going to tell you what happened. You ready? For, I'm going to tell you what happened. The city of Cleveland got blatantly lied to by Art Modell, and he took his franchise to Baltimore lying. What does that sound like? Stan Kroenke. Was it over a stadium? You bet your ass it was. And he moved to Baltimore. The city of Cleveland sued the NFL. And what happened, Dan? The Cleveland Browns came back. We don't care about the Rams name anyway. We don't care about the Rams name. We don't care about the Cardinals name as long as it is in baseball and not football. Well, you could have named us the Tim Buck fucking twos. And we would have been happy having football here. So you know what we got now? We got the Battle Hawks. Fucking XFL. Waiting for you, Rock. Come on, Dwayne. Bring the XFL back. We need football in St. Louis. We got a goddamn soccer team. Let me tell you something. Soccer may not be that big in the fucking Midwest. We're going to sell out that stadium. That brand new stadium being built near Bush, near Enterprise. We're going to sell out that stadium every goddamn week. Why? Because maybe football needs to come back to St. Louis, but maybe it's European football that'll prove we are a sports city. We are a damn good sports city. We are better than fucking Baltimore because Baltimore gets our castoffs. I said it, and I'm not ashamed. Both of your teams, Daniel, are former Browns. You realize that, right? Ed, I don't care. I'm fired up. I don't care. Whatever. You know what we got in St. Louis don't have? A football team. Mm. You know what we got and Baltimore doesn't have? A winning baseball team. Hey. 110 losses this year, Dan. Book it. Fine. It'll be 109 next year. (laughs) <laughs> It'd be 111 because Baltimore's a terrible baseball team. Terrible. Hey, that's okay. You know what? I can't even say you guys are going to lose 110 next year. There may not be it next year because the lockout that's has started. Very true. Have you seen what happened to the MLB website? No. Go look. It's terrible. A letter to baseball fans? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want me to look at? They're not mentioning any current players, dude. Look and tell me if you see any current players. Adrian Martinez, great reads. Look, Look right there and tell me if you see any mention of any player currently in baseball right now. No. There, There is no mention of any player signings. Marcus Stroman is in Chicago. Steven Matz is in St. Louis. Uh, Cody Bellinger side real big in Texas. Yeah. So do the signings stop at this point? Oh, no, 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 no. Teams can Because when, when did the workout stop? <laughs> December 1st, yesterday. I don't think there were any signings yesterday, was there? Uh, when did Stroman sign? Unless it was ago. processed. Unless it was processed right before the deadline. But yeah. Welcome to a world without baseball. What are we going to talk about, Dan? What are we going to talk about after football's over? Basketball? So, as of last night, the collective bargaining agreement between MLB and MLBPA expired, and the league is officially in a lockout, meaning no transactions will be permitted until a new CBA is ratified. We're just at a standstill. So... Hmm. You know, we saw we saw a sports league lose an entire <clears throat> in 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 the NHL. Baseball has lost parts of seasons. They lost the World Series. The NBA's had lengthy lockouts. Football brought in replacement players. How long does this last? 
are we, are we, I mean, do we get like a COVID kind of schedule? Does this go till July? I hope this doesn't go till. Because think about month. it. Think about it. How you far have, apart are they? Uh, question. Well, we're not going to find it here at, at, at MLB.com, but. Um, yeah. But where where's the line going to get drawn? Because you have all these free agents that have yet to be signed. Some big names are gone, yes, but they can't they can't have any contact. I mean, can they have contact with their teammates? Oh, they, with their teammates, I'm sure. They Players obviously they obviously can't get into their team facilities to work out. Oh, where do the managers fall on this? Are they in the players' association? Are they do they work for the team? Can managers talk to the players? Now, granted, baseball is one of you don't need a lot of strategy and teamwork player to player. Managers don't need to talk to players to figure out how to manage a baseball game. You you don't even need a manager in the dugout. You can do it all from upstairs in a phone. So the communication between team personnel and, and player is not necessarily all that needed. It's more of the player playing. So according to Jason Stark, it doesn't mean games are canceled. The, pressure's, the pressure won't mount until mid to late January. It'll get real then. So... That's kind of what we're looking at. But even then, I mean, like, how if it say it goes into March and spring training is affected, where do we go from there? What if it goes into April or May? When do they call the season? Do they call it in July? Do they do they wait until August? Do we see winter ball? I mean, no, they're all. They're, there's enough dome stadiums and and there's enough warm places to play. And hey, all I'm saying is the MLBPA, you know, they might have some leverage because that because because that Fenway group just bought the just bought the Penguins. So why does that matter? Clearly they got money. Clearly these owners got money to give more to the players. Are are, are you serious right now? Oh yeah. Are you serious? Look at the contracts that have been signed this week. How much is how much who was it? Scherzer? How much is he making? Isn't it like forty million dollars this year? Something like that. Like it's ridiculous. Bellinger is not the player for that contract, but he signed a huge one. I'm telling you, Strowman's gonna get lit up in Wrigley. The best player I'm gonna tell you something right now, and you can disagree with me all you want. I don't care. Outside of Kerry Wood. Fastballers do not do well at Wrigley Field. Just saying. I mean, fastballs get turned around real fast. And when the wind blows out, there's a lot of balls on Waveland Avenue. That's all I'm going to say. Because you look at a pitcher who had one of the greatest statistical seasons recently. And I say recently in the last 25 years, Greg Maddox. How fast was Greg Maddox's fastball? 85, 83, if he ever threw it. And he did it in Chicago. So all I'm saying is, uh, how do we get on this topic? Oh, yeah, okay. Contracts. Yeah. <laughs> I almost want to say you're going to see a, a reduction in contracts across the board. I think that's what the owners are going to push for. I think that could be a sticking point. And COVID protocols, the mandated vaccines, that's, I can see that being destroyed as well. So, you know what? <clears throat> it wouldn't shock me if we didn't have a baseball season. Uh, we're gonna have a baseball season. They won't let that happen. You know who that sex for the worst? And call me a homer or what? But um, Homer, Albert Pujols, guy nearing the end of his career, probably has one more season left, maybe, and it's gonna be a work stoppage year. He's trash anyway. Lost up. <laughs> oh, we're gonna fight, boy. 
I'm literally just trying to get you riled up. We were Albert Pujols. <laughs> you're a jackass. Holy fuck, you're a jackass. I you, so, you know I'm literally just trying to get you out up. Oh, the best hitter in baseball. Arguably history. The best 10-year run a, a hitter's ever had. Uh, a gold glover, an all-star at four different positions. Because I'm counting second base because he played second base in an all-star game. Uh, and, and rookie of the year, World Series champion, multi-time MVP. And he's trash. Fucking pathetic piece of shit. You, 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 you should have. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time and I would give your dad a condom. Because Lord knows that was fucking needed. When you had a time machine before you did that, could I go back in time and tell him I love him one more time? Why you got to bring everything down, man? Why you got to make me feel like a dick about that? You you're, see, this is why you're a terrible person. I'm trying to give good content here on a podcast, making fun of you, being an asshole, and you just bring it all down. I, You know what? I almost feel bad for making that thing for you for Christmas. Like, I don't feel bad. That was really nice of you. Uh, dude, I am so happy. Well, that's That's for after the show. You got anything else to add before we put this abomination to bed? No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, I triggered you enough today. <sighs> Triggered is about the right word. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And just remember, if your team's not doing so hot and there's a collective bargaining agreement in place, it can always be the players to be named later who can make it better. <laughs>